I'm George Faust. And I'm Madeline Adams. And this is Inside Cajun Nation. KLFY presents Inside Cajun Nation. Sponsored by Dudley DeBosier, official injury lawyers of the Louisiana Rage and Cajuns. Hi, hello, and welcome in to Inside Cajun Nation. I'm George Faust. Madeline will join us in just a bit. Both the men's and women's basketball teams entered postseason play this week as March Madness gets underway. And for the Cajun women, they will rely on senior Ty Doucette to help them. We'll hear from her coming up. Plus, we'll talk UL golf as the Louisiana Classic straws near. But first, college baseball off and running. Cajun baseball entering the weekend after two midweek wins against Northwestern State. Those two games stopped a slide that came at the Round Rock Classic. Head coach Matt Deggs told us earlier well, this team is starting to play with some great energy. You saw it in that game. To have the energy that we have out here right now, these kids are it's getting contagious. They're feeding off of it. And, uh, you know, look, they just like to play and never press, never got down. And we had a tough night, right? There's a lot of freebies going on out there tonight. Uh, but we just find a way to win. Man. That feels good, but uh, we couldn't do any of that without anybody. <laughs> That's what a walk-off win will do for you. Build up your energy, get you excited about baseball as they uh, play USM this weekend. Uh, still to come, we're going to check in on the Rage Cage women's basketball team and their key weapon on the court. That's next on Inside Cajun Nation. This portion of Cajun Nation is brought to you by Lafayette Coca-Cola Bottling. Welcome back to the show. I'm George Faust and this is Inside Cajun Nation. Louisiana senior forward Ty Doucette named the Sunbelt Defensive Player of the Year last season. And she's a two-time winner of that because she got it this year as well. Before this year, the Ville Platte native named the preseason player of the year for the conference. She's living up to the hype, already posting 10 double-doubles on the season, including eight straight from January 13th to February 12th. Here's Madeline Adams with more. How the streak started, I really haven't been paying no attention. I've just been getting every rebound that I see. And if I have, if they're not double teaming me, I know I'm just going to go to the goal. Doucette is averaging a double-double in league play with 13 points per game and 11 boards per game. Whether it was her 25 points against ULM, the 18 rebounds at South Alabama, or the six blocks against Troy, all of her season highs helped etch her name into the Raging Cajun record books. And I think her mindset changed. You know, I think this year, you know, being that it's her fifth year and she's understanding that it's going to be tough and she's going to have to fight through things. And I think that's the biggest part that I think she learned. You know, the growth that she has and how she's matured to me is is the biggest part of why we're seeing some results of the double-doubles. Head coach Gary Broadhead saw the potential in Doucette early on when she was in eighth grade. Me and my wife, I don't know how many games we watched her play, but we would go together to Bill Platt and stuff, and it was, it was fun. Uh, my, my, my wife actually went to the quarterfinal game way in North Louisiana. I couldn't go, but she rode with some friends because she wanted to see Ty Doucette, and she wanted her friends to see her, so it, uh, yeah, it kind of goes way back. But the career she's gone on to have at UL was in jeopardy when she contemplated leaving basketball behind her freshman year. Coming in here, it is really hard. Like, I wanted to quit so many times. I called my mom, I called my dad so many times saying that I just couldn't do it. But they told me to push through and 
now I, look where I am now. She stayed the course and stayed on the court. Three seasons later, she helped lead UL to its first ever regular season Sunbelt title. It meant, it meant a lot to me because in high school, we always, like, I went to the championship, I think, twice. We've been top 28, like, probably every year that I was playing in high school, and we never could have won. And for us, for us to win, the way that we won, going with 13-1, and one, like, it felt good. After falling short in the conference tournament championship game, Doucette had another decision to make, come back for her last year of eligibility, or move on from basketball. Once we talked to her and said, hey, Ty, you, what do you want to do? I want to go to a nursing program, travel nurse. I said, well, maybe we can try to help you out, you know, if you played one more year. And, and that's kind of how it got started. And then we were able to get with the UL nursing department. They were phenomenal. And I was like, well, if I, I want to be in school, I want to be a nurse anyway. So if I'm coming back, I might as well, I can still play. The fifth year senior is writing the last chapter of her career in Vermilion and White. And being the ultimate teammate is the legacy Doucette wants to be remembered by. I just want everybody to know that when I, my energy, like I was always trying to make people laugh, always trying to uplift people, always doing what I could to help people. And that care for others will be carried on from one career to the next. Ty's a caring person, you know, I mean, real caring. You know, she cares about what people think about her, but she also cares about how people feel too, you know. The best is yet to come, you know, she cares about what her grades are going to be. She talks a lot about it. And when a kid talks a lot about it and they're having fun in class and all that, I think they're going to be really successful. Well, next up, I sit down with Louisiana golf head coach Theo Sliman. Hear that conversation after the break as Louisiana Classics is coming up soon. That's right here on Inside Cajun Nation in 90 seconds. Don't go away. Hi, hello, and welcome back into Inside Cajun Nation, everyone. George Faust, always a pleasure to have our guest here. This is UL golf coach Theo Sliman. And, Coach, thanks so much for the time. Obviously, uh, we enjoy talking to you. Now that golf is it's kind of golf, getting back to golf season a little bit, so uh, kind of the excitement of, uh, of college golf. I, even I, this, is how, this is how much it is golf season. I actually went and played golf. Nice. I didn't do too well, <laughs> but I did play. <laughs> nice. It, it, I got out there. But uh, you guys are back in the swing of things, so to speak, as well. We are. Uh, yeah. Just wrapped up a uh, Mobile tournament, uh, turn, uh, the uh, Mobile Intercollegiate. Yeah. And uh, how, how did that go? And uh, yeah, well, well, thanks for uh, thanks for having having me on. Uh, always always enjoy the support you give us, uh, Mobile. Mobile was a, a slap in the face <laughs> with the old wet towel. Hoof. Uh, not, uh, not the way we were anticipating starting our, our spring campaign, um, as you alluded to. Um, no, the field was, field was, it was prime for the pickings with a, with a strong, uh, strong field there. Uh, a lot of opportunities in, in Cajun golf's bottom part of the lineup really did not take care of business, plain and simple. Um, you, can't, you can't have a, a fourth year guy and an a, and a all American transfer, uh, perform the way they did and, and it's unfortunate in team golf you know you got to add up add up four scores uh, and individually count so um, they'll respond uh, really like what I saw in their eyes uh, coming home uh, in the van uh, eyes of determination not eyes of defeat mm -hmm. uh, so I'm anxious anxious to see how that how that response is yeah, it, it, do you think there was uh, any kind of rust? Is that what? what what's the, you know? It, it seems like you know. I guess October was the last tournament no, play. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. Right? 
No rust. They, they shouldn't have had that. Shouldn't have George, been. you've known me <laughs> that, that, that I'm, I, I do not do well with excuses. I understand. Um, they were prepared, no yeah. doubt. Um, we, we, we did a very intense job of preparing. They, they, they didn't execute. Gotcha. Uh, and, and, and that's where, that's where you know, we sit down and talk a little bit about it after, uh, post, when we get back home. And uh, I, liked what I, I liked what I saw in their eyes. I liked what I heard from them, from a plan. Uh, individually, particularly the ones that didn't perform to par, not no, <laughs> no pun intended, but uh, I liked what I saw in their eyes. I liked what I saw uh, with their self-reflection, honesty, um, taking ownership. Maturity is what that is. You know, in the past, that same player maybe as a freshman would have had a bunch of excuses and might have said that I was Rust, rusty yeah, coach yeah. or my equipment wasn't here or the weather was here, I had bad luck. Th these, these, these guys did not. They took ownership saying, you know, um, I, I need to change some things uh, and tweak some things. And, and more importantly, they they had excitement with uh, how to say excitement with the uh, the, the challenge to, to to redeem themselves. Now that's a that's a good thing as that's, a coach. You, you yeah. want to see that, right? Absolutely. And, and that, so the the next time you guys have a shot. Uh, it, to to get back out there and compete is in, in Vegas, I guess, uh, or at the Ve I guess it's in Nevada. It's not. Is it's it yeah. It's, Vegas? It's, 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 <laughs> it's it's around. Two, Vegas. It's around. Yeah. <laughs> the airplane will land in Vegas. The golf team will not be in Vegas. You, you'll be at McCarran, but you will these, not no, be staying these, there. These 19, 20, 21 year olds will not be staying um, on the strip. I might gotcha. take them down to eat one night just to see it and observe it. But uh, yeah, we're playing at Lake Las, Lake Las Vegas, which is about 20 miles south. It's uh, a Jack Nicklaus design, oh, cool. um, Reflection Bay, beautiful golf course. Uh, and actually, ironically, not ironically, but the host is a conference school, Coastal Carolina. Okay. And Jim Guerin over there, the coach there, has a connection out in Las Vegas. And so it, it's a really, uh, really looking forward to this event. Mixed field, have some conference teams there, but have some Big Ten teams, have some West Coast teams. And uh, really, really excited to see, uh, to get, get, on, get back on the road. Lineup's going to change, obviously. Yeah. You know, when you have a... 12th out of 14th place finish, and you have a couple of players finish in the bottom 10% of the field. You're going to switch. We're going to switch up the lineup, give some guys some opportunities, and, and ultimately, ultimately, uh, see, hopefully, going to see most of the guys play prior to the Louisiana Classic. So yeah. that'll be that'll be healthy for the team. You bring up the Louisiana Classics, and uh, uh, you talk uh, talk about uh, an event that uh, people get a chance to go watch some college golf. It's really kind of, it's a cool thing to watch because mm -hmm. you see these young men and they're competing and, and not only is it, is it they're competing, but they're competing against uh, some of the top teams in the country. And you guys do a great job with this Louisiana classics. Oh, yeah. uh, it's in what, like two and a half weeks. It'll we'll, be in the middle of March. Yeah. And yeah, and going to, going to lean on you to promote it a little bit because yeah, a lot of, you know, a lot of people are, are, are not say intimidated, but they don't realize one, it's free come out. It doesn't cost to come. Uh, secondly, Monday, you can have free lunch <laughs> when you come because former players cook a nice pastelaya for everybody, all the spectators, but uh, 37th annual, uh, Louisiana Classics. It's the third longest consecutive Division One college tournament in the country, and uh, this year it's it'll be my 14th. And, and I tell you this, George, it's the best field I've ever we've ever had. Yeah. Uh, your alma mater, number 10 in the country, is coming. Ole Miss. Hotty toddy. We have LSU, top 25 in the country, and and, 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 and you know you know the, the the Vermilion and White loves an opportunity to play against the purple and gold. Yeah. Um, Texas A&M is another SEC school. Mississippi State, another SEC school. Then we th throw in Kansas, 
uh, state, and then we throw in Michigan, and we throw in down the road, historical powerhouse University of Houston, to say the least, just that handful right there is, an, is enough yeah. in itself. And then we have the usual suspects that we see, the you know top teams, at mid-majors as Sam Houston, uh, conference foe, Little Rock is gonna join us, um, North Texas, uh, UTSA, Illinois State. So yeah, it, it's a great field. Uh, probably gonna see out of the 94, 92 players we're gonna have, you're probably gonna see about 20 of them inside the top 100 in, in, in the country. Um, which that, that's an easy kind of recipe to say is that that's future All-Americans this year and those future All-Americans are future PGA Tour stars. So uh, we've had a long history of, of, of a lot of great players that have come through and we have the number one player in the country uh, going to be playing for, for your alma mater, uh, Ole Miss um, will be there and uh, Suber is his last name, Jackson Suber. And uh, so, yeah, so guys can come out and support the Cajuns, obviously, first and foremost. <laughs> you know, uh, let's not get starstruck with who's coming, right? Because uh, I have a lot of confidence in this group. To, and, and when we get, the, we get the right five here for, for Raging Cajuns golf clicking, um, bring them on. It'll bring be, on Ole Miss, be, bring on LSU, bring on Texas A&M. Uh, we, we're, we're quite confident that our, our talent can compete. All right, Coach, don't go anywhere. We're going to come back with Coach Theo Sliman as we talk more Raging Cajun golf. I, I got a couple more questions on Louisiana Classics. Plus, we'll uh, talk a little bit about some of the players that he's excited about uh, when it comes to this spring season. That's coming up in 90 seconds when we return on Inside Cajun Nation. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation. Thanks so much for staying up and sticking with us. Theo Sliman is our guest, the head golf coach at the University of Louisiana. And coach, uh, we were, when we left, we were talking about uh, Louisiana Classics. Uh, one of the things I think is so cool about uh, this area and, and, and this unique community is, is the fact that, you know, people support local. They really do. I mean, when, even if it's the, the uh, Chittimacha Louisiana mm -hmm. Open, People like to go to that. It's your tournament. Uh, what what kind of support uh, have you seen, and do you need to make it a successful event? You said this was a thirty-minute segment. I, <laughs> I could I could use well, all the whole of, show is thirty I, minutes. I could use yeah. all of your thirty minutes just to th just to thank the support <laughs> that that we get. It's incredible, and you're absolutely right. The the golfing community in South Louisiana, uh, with the you know we, we're we're the week week of the Louisiana Open as well. Uh, so South Louisiana is going to get its feel of golf yeah. starting on Sunday with the Louisiana Classics and going through the next Sunday with, uh, with the Chittimacha Louisiana Open there. So, um, no, it, 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 we're overwhelmed with the amount of support we get. You know, we, we're unique with our tournament. Uh, the practice round is a, is a collegiate am where we have five supporters putting up a hefty penny to play with five uh, collegiate golfers and they have kind of little little like a college am or a pro-am yeah. uh, atmosphere and we have you know the, the mr mosing and mr smith and mr tebow and mr finch and these guys they they come together and cook you know i can't remember how many pounds of meat they cooked <laughs> it was it was ridiculous the amount um something else that's unique uh, to to the louisiana classics is uh, we're we're on t tv on espn plus right so uh, a huge thank you to um to Dan McDonald and Gerald Broussard, right. uh, and then our, our sports crew b back at, at, at uh, the Cox Building for, run, for masterminding that. But uh, Dan and Gerald have done a tremendous job. They really do their homework. Uh, they, they prepare greatly for it, and their goal, their goal every year is to, 
to cover each and every player. Now we have 92 players in the field, so that, that's a lofty goal right. in a matter of three rounds of golf. But they, they manage to do it every year. They, they cover mm -hmm. every kid, and it's neat for these kids. I mean, they're coming from all over the world, right? And so you got a mom and dad, a grandma, grandpa sitting in London, England, uh, you know, anxiously watching their son, their son or grandson compete. That, that's, that's pretty special. I'm proud of that. Very, very proud and very uh, honored to, to have that support there with that. Uh, you know, the, and you, you talk about uh, it, it being on TV, which we have talked about before, but the most unique thing about it, I mean, it's not that it's on TV. I mean, now everything's on TV, but the cool thing about the way you guys do it, or, or you started it basically. Yeah. It was the first collegiate golf event yeah. of its kind on any kind of broadcast. Yep, absolutely. They, started, the streaming started. I can't remember how that's a while back, seven or eight yeah. years ago, uh, when it was. Yeah, it was. It was very. Now you see a lot more, but back right. then it was. It was. It was one of the first, and then, and then the conference kind of saw it and and and. Wait, good idea. <laughs> yeah, good idea. Let's do it. Uh, so, yeah, but the, the support, and then Oakbourne. I mean, the, you know, the, let, let's give credit where credit's due. Mm -hmm. This tournament's been out at Oakbourne, just like Le Triumph is shutting down to its members for the Chittimont, for the Louisiana Open. Oakbourne shuts down and, and really puts out the red carpet for, for these teams and coaches and, and, and players. So uh, I can tell you this, uh, you know, and, and I, you can go and poll. Uh, all, most of the kids that compete in the Louisiana Classics and ask them, what's your favorite tournament of the year? What's one of your favorite? And I would say nine times out of ten, the answer is going to be the Louisiana Classics. Yeah. Um, a guy who is no stranger to uh, the Cajun way and Cajun hospitality is, is one of your golfers. It's Eli Ortego, and he's been able to kind of catapult himself into uh, a position where he's catching people's eye. Uh, what do you like about him, and, and where do you see him him moving from here? Well, he he's obviously a tremendous talent, and, and beyond now, I can say multiply his talent by ten, is the is the heart, and the and the maturity that the character that that young man has. He's a, you know, he, he's a pleasure to coach. He's a beyond coaching. He's a pleasure just to be around, and um, he challenges me. I learn from him as much as he learns from me, um, and. and He's had, yeah, he's came in, you know, in the fall. A lot of people don't realize golf is, is a fall and a spring sport. But right. he just came off of Mobile where he, he had a career best uh, three rounds under par. The first time he's, he's done that in, in his young, young, young career. Uh, we'll see a lot more of that, I can assure you. Um, and out of six tournaments, that's his third top ten. So 50% of his tournaments, he's oh. finished in the top ten. Nice. Um, he, he has a tremendous, tremendous upside. The boy is a competitor. He loves to compete. Uh, and I'll say this, uh, you, you, it, it's rare, not say rare in an individual sport, but Eli finished sixth. Could have won the tournament. He, he, his putter, I don't want to say his putter let him down. I told his dad, his dad was there and mom was there. I said he had Visqueen on the, on the cup. Uh, he putted well, they just didn't go in. And, and so he, he was, he was in contention. He was close to winning. Uh, obviously, he had some success, you know, finishing sixth as a freshman in that field is finishing sixth as a senior in that field is is, is remarkable. But he was still dejected that the team finished 12th. Mm. And that shows that shows a, a, a tremendous a, a lot about the character and the team aspect of that young man. Sure. Uh, from a from a golfing standpoint, he's got all the shots, got all the shots, uh, got a short game that is that is, that needs a little bit tweaking, you know, at, at times. 
um, obviously with say the cold putter at times, but that's golf. I mean, right. if you win your money 80%, 80 percent of your money is won 20 percent of the time on the PGA Tour. So um, the consistency that he's displayed already is incredible. Hmm. And then the length, these this this kid, he was hitting drives 340 yards. And we're not talking, it's February, George. Yeah. The ball's not like hitting concrete and running. It, it's, it, it's, it's booming it, it, out there. It, it, and it's yeah. soft. The ground's soft. And he's he's very powerful player. Uh, anyway, he, he's one to watch. Yeah. He, he will be he will be in the runnings for what I anticipate as both an all-conference player and, and uh, freshman of the year. Uh, the last time we had that was Fernando Cruz, if you remember Fernando. Uh, so that was 2016-ish. Um, gotcha. So it, it'd be it'll be nice to nice to see some of that. But most importantly, uh, Eli just he, he's here. He, he loves to he loves to compete, and and the boy has a he has a goal to play the PGA Tour, and and he's here. He's he, he the learn and apply learn and apply is a message that we try to send, and and he's really bought into to to learning and applying. So we're coming up against it, but uh, one last thing, uh, an interesting, uh, you, you kind of have a nice uh, addition to your uh, staff, if you will, oh, yes. Uh, with, yes. with regards to uh, a newcomer. Tell me about uh, that kind of quickly, though, as, as we're, we're winding down here. Well, in the, as in sports, you know, Major League Baseball is in a lockout. Right. Um, and so the, the, the owners, and owners and players are kind of having a tiffy. And, and, and someone local to Lafayette and local to Louisiana, uh, Andy Sheets, uh, former, former LSU, played for Skip Bertman at LSU, won, the, won a national championship for Skip, if I'm not mistaken, in the early 90s. Um, he's a member at Oakbourne, great, great golfer, loves to the game, uh, played, had a long career, uh, both in the, in the major leagues and then ended his, his career nicely in, out, out in Japan. He's a scout for, for his former team. And, and he, he has nothing he can't scout right now because they're in a lockout. And Andy kind of came to me and said, hey, I'm kind of looking to do something. You, you need some help. It's like, absolutely. Your, your mind, your, your champion mindset and, 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 and the stories that you have of, of where he's come from. So he's, he's traveled, traveled with us to Mobile. He's going he's gonna to travel with us to, to, to the next tournament to Las Vegas. Uh, he's in the locker room with us a lot of times and, and telling some stories about you know, not only his experiences, but I mean, you think about it. He he's been around Ken Griffey Jr. He, you know, he's he's been on some teams with some some yeah. greats. So he he knows uh, he has a, a champion mindset, and uh, it's really exciting to to have that be a part of our our program. Excellent. I thank you, Coach George. Thank you. All right, that's Coach Theo Sliman. Thanks so much for your time, and uh, that's going to wrap it up for this edition of Inside Cajun Nation. Thanks so much for watching. We'll see you next time right here on Inside Cajun Nation.